The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. Fourteen twenty in the morning for this February the 14th, 2023. Thank you for letting us be a part of your morning as we're here every morning, six days a week. But anyways, for this Valentine's Day, today's show is brought to you by Barnburner Hockey and barnburnerhockey.ca. Use promo code 1420BARN at barnburnerhockey.ca for all of their uh, all-natural hockey products and apparel at barnburnerhockey.ca. A little bit of a later start today. Uh, some other stuff going on. Made some breakfast for the uh, producer for Valentine's Day. I know I should be doing that more often, not just on Valentine's Day. And be, should be nice to your significant other every day of the year, not just on Valentine's Day. I really am. Don't test, so don't at me or get mad at me or whatever it may be. But uh, today we made breakfast and had a nice chat before she left World Headquarters and went on her merry way. And I got uh, I got to work this morning here to bring you all the uh, the latest thoughts and and, and uh, whatever in my head that we do here at fourteen twenty in the morning. Anyways, now the uh, the football season is done. We can start to focus on the National Hockey League and Major League Baseball is getting going this week with pitchers and catchers reporting. But the National Hockey League, uh, it's hot and heavy. Uh, the, the trade deadline is right around the corner. Lots going on. There's about six or seven, maybe eight teams that have a legitimate shot at winning a Stanley Cup this year. And I'm not talking just making the playoffs. I'm talking about actually winning a cup. And there's a lot of players that are available that might be, uh, be able to put some teams over the hump and get things done. There's a lot of jockeying that has to be done with salary cap and everything else. We've talked about a lot how salary caps do make it pretty tough to make deals, but it's just the way the way the land is. And these teams that are, that are under salary cap problems, uh, they really got to go for it because they put themselves in this situation to go for it. And they believe they signed the players that they had had to sign to give themselves a chance to win the Stanley Cup because that's kind of what it's all about. And these guys who, well, I shouldn't say that's what it's all about. These guys, I think uh, key number one is getting paid and, and then key number two is, is winning. Uh, so these guys who pretend that they want to win a Stanley Cup, who put their teams in uh, the salary cup, salary cap situation i think winning is secondary and it's a lot it's, it's actually i was listening to a show yesterday brucey boudreau was talking about that how winning was everything back when he played in the 70s and the 80s and now in the, in the 2000s uh well 2020s now holy cow that how it's a lot it's a secondary thing where winning is, is secondary and growing their brand and, and the like is um is more of the important thing in a lot of these players uh, th thought process and their vernacular is the, the big word that I always use at fourteen twenty in the morning. But anyways, it seems like this this week the uh, the flavor of the week uh, is Eric Carlson, the San Jose Shark. Eric Carlson, hell of a defenseman, Norris Trophy winner, and the like. He's uh, he had a rough couple of years there, but now he's he's rolling. He's he's back to Eric Carlson of, of old, playing for San Jose. He's got a terrible hockey team. They are in a rebuild mode with uh, general manager Mike Greer at the helm there, and they got a lot going on. They want to make a deal. They want to try to get rid of Eric Carlson, but your problem that you got is that 11 and a half million bucks for three more years, I believe, after this year. So it's going to be pretty tough for any team to try to make that deal to get them under a cap situation. You'd have to get the Sharks to probably withhold 4 million bucks of, of his uh, of his deal to try to get a deal done somehow. Uh, 4 million bucks a lot because before you know it, you have you would have $6.5 million wrapped up in two guys that aren't playing on your team. And if you have an $85 million cap or whatever the number is now, uh, six and a half million bucks for two guys who aren't playing for your team that doesn't make your team that much better in the near future. 
six and a half million bucks is two really good hockey players uh, to have on your team. Not two great players, but two really, really good hockey players to round out your, your, uh, your roster. So making that deal for San Jose is going to be tough. A team that is linked to Carlson. Well, every team probably has to say that they're linked to Carlson because if Carlson goes to say, ends up with the, with the Buffalo Sabres for whatever reason, trying to make the playoffs and they have some cap room available. And if the, the Sabres can make a deal for Carlson, then every other fan base throughout the league is going to say, well, if they only had to give up this and that, uh, why, why didn't my team go out and make this deal uh, to, to, to put us over the hump? Because these teams who put themselves in a situation, they, they're they're at the hump, and they got to get over, and, and it's kind of a thing. So I think every team is going to be linked to all these players, and it's going to happen. You, you look at what the, the Rangers already did last week, going out and getting Vladimir Tarasenko from St. Louis to give the Rangers a uh, a bit of a, a boost forward, and they're already rolling a little bit. They're playing better hockey as Tarasenko got there. I think he scored in his first shift that he was there you know, with, with the blue shirts at, at Mass Square Garden. So it's it's going to be interesting to see what other teams can do. But the Oilers, like I said, they are really linked to Carlson. I don't know how they get this deal done. I'm not a capologist by any means, but they're already capped out at 21 players and not 23. They Obviously, they're paying McDavid. Obviously, they're paying Dreisaitl. And then they have Darnell Nurse, I think, at nine and a half. So to go out and add a guy like Carlson might be a, a lot tough. Uh, you'd have to trade away a guy like Tyson Berry, who I really, really like for some reason. I've always liked the way he plays, like the way he skates. Uh, he's a smart, I think he's a, he's a good player. He's not a great player. Uh, and he's only at about four and a half million bucks per year, I think. So how much better is Carlson than, um, than a guy like Tyson Berry, who you'd have to get rid of uh, to, to make your team a little bit better. But is he, is he three times better, better than, than, than Barry Carlson? I'm talking, is he that much better to be, to put them over the hump and be in that situation? And then you probably get rid of Pugliarvi that, that, that whole thing hasn't worked since his great world junior days back in, uh, in Finland when him and, uh, who's that other Yahoo? I can't even think of his name right now. He's in Columbus right now. Who's just not, uh, not doing anything. That's a bit of a train wreck that line a. Patrick Laine, who just kind of just fell off the face of the planet. He don't care about hockey one bit, man. And, and, and Columbus is the place for him, along with Johnny Goudreau. Not that Goudreau's not having a good year, but uh, Laine has just fallen off the planet. The, the guy was touted to be the next uh, Alexander Ovechkin, the way he scored goals his first couple of years there in Winnipeg, and it just hasn't worked out. But back to the Oilers and, and the Carlson deal, I don't see how the Oilers can possibly make this deal. Happy a lot more for Mike Greer and the San Jose Sharks to hold back in $4 million. Uh, like I said, I, I don't know if he is if Carlson's three times better than Barry because of the Oilers are where they're at. Barry's a decent player. He's a he's a good good defenseman. Uh, he's I, and for some reason, like I said, I I quite like him. But I don't see how the Oilers can possibly make this deal happen with that money that they have with 21 players. They'd have to give up three or four guys, and then so you'd be under the roster limit, and you still got to bring guys in to fill up fill out the roster, which is money, 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 right? And to have four guys at 20 whatever million bucks it would be with Nurse, with McDavid, with Drysdale, and then with Carlson, you'd have to, uh, I don't know how you would make make that deal done. And so it's just numbers. It's a numbers game with the Oilers and everything else. And, and you, you look at a guy maybe like Patrick Kane, who it's odd that he's, uh, he's a little bit upset that the Rangers made that deal and got uh, uh, went and got Tarasenko instead of going to Chicago and getting that deal done. Kane was reportedly a little bit butthurt that it wasn't him going to to the Rangers. So my advice to uh, Kyle Davidson, and if anybody knows Kyle Davidson, listen to this, maybe pass this word of advice on to him, go out and make a deal 
get it done, and then present it to Kane and present it to Taze before, because before you know it, those assets that you have are going to be worth nothing, and your team is going to be stuck in limbo land for years to come. Uh, he should have traded those assets and, and get these deals done, because before you know it, the trade deadline has come and gone, and you didn't get a, a deal done. So make a deal with with uh, Carolina, who's one of those seven or eight teams who has a, sh a shot at winning a Stanley Cup. Go out and make a deal. Keep it hush-hush. Go to Kane or Taves or whatever the deal may be present it to them and then say yeah we're making that that trade we're doing it don't go to them and say give me some teams to make a deal with or give me go out and get something done to improve your team because at the end of the day uh your those players are just employees of that team and you don't owe them a thing you've you paid them a lot of money over the years that you've you you've uh they're going to be icons in in chicago they're going to get statues outside united center and the whole bit you you've done you you've made them rich beyond their wildest dreams. You don't owe them a thing. They are employees of your team, and it's it's crappy to say that that's what it is, but that's what it is. So I, for, so my advice to you, Kyle Davidson, is go and make that trade, and then and then ask. Don't ask and then trade because you might not have any trade partners, and all all of a sudden that there's seven or eight teams that are that are out of the hunt looking for players. Same thing with Kyle Dubas. You got to go out and make a deal right now. You, I don't know what you can possibly do once again because you have uh, free agents cut leaving at the end of this year, and you you have a lot of money to tied up in guys, and you, you're you're in a win now mode. And Dubas, you're in a win now mode mode for yourself more than anybody because if you don't get something done this year and win a round or two, um, you might be out of job because your free agent after this season's done as well. Don't worry about draft picks. Don't worry about prospects. Because draft picks, you know what? It's just a player. You don't know what you're going to get. Maybe with Bedard is, is the exception, but the rest of them, draft picks don't mean a thing. It's just another player that's not on your roster right now, and you don't know what they're going to be. And as far as prospects go that are in your system, don't worry about the future, man. The future is now for those seven or eight teams because winning's hard. And when you get a chance to win a championship, you go out and do it. And having having these guys on your squad, on your on your minor league team or, 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 or toiling, toiling around in junior right now, you don't know what they're going to be later on. So go out and make these deals now. And that goes to every one of these GMs. You got to go out and make these deals because you have to get rid of, if you got to get rid of draft picks, a first rounder, a second rounder, or a third rounder, who cares about three years from now? Because you know what? Your coach probably won't be employed by that team anymore. The players on that team won't be around anymore. And if you don't win now, you won't be on that team anymore. So go out and make deals now. Because like I've said before, and I wish it was a Brent original, prospects are cool, but championships are cooler. And that's and that's the, the, the plain facts of it all. Make your deals now, improve your team, because you, you only get maybe one, maybe two shots to, to get it all done. And for, for a lot of these teams who haven't won Stanley Cups forever, uh, you know, for forever and ever, and uh, and have a ch chance at winning one. You you have to try to make these deals done. Edmonton, I don't see how they do it because of their roster limit li limitations and the money they're already paying those guys. But you you find a way to get it done. But is Carlson the answer in, in Edmonton? I he he helps a lot, but they already have some guys who often are they're they're very offensive minded and they're playing a lot better hockey right now. Uh, it's just the way things are. And Calgary, what a mess that is. It's uh, I don't know if they're, they're going to make any deals or if they're going to be buyers or sellers at the deadline. You, you thought that they, they would have a better season than they're having, but it's just the way things turned out. It's going to be interesting to see how this NHL season plays out in the, in the coming uh, weeks ahead with the trade deadline. It's going to be really interesting to watch. Now, now that football's over, I'm going to be paying a lot more attention to it, uh, watching a lot more games, not uh, just worrying about uh, the content to get out to you guys on, on, on Monday mornings because of all the games that happen on Sundays. But anyways, that's kind of the deal now. 
It's uh, yeah, there's like I said, there's seven or eight teams who are win win now mode, and the, the money that they paid to get into win now mode make make sure that they utilize it because you're you're going to have some pissed off owners and management teams and everything else are thinking, okay, why why did we spend all this money over the years if we weren't going to win now? Uh, if we need a piece, let's go get a piece, let's make it happen, and go and get that piece now. Like I said, like the Rangers did. Don't wait, don't wait till deadline day. Start it now. Get it moving now. So you have time to blend as a team. How many of these these these, these deals that get done right now don't end up working because the team doesn't get to mesh. So go get it done now, like the Rangers did. I like that Tarasenko move a lot. He's a really really good player with a championship pedigree with the St. Louis Blues in their Gloria years uh, in 2019. So my advice to the, the Leafs, my advice to the, the Chicago Blackhawks to get that re get those guys out, start over, and then get those guys, use those assets, get those deals done now, make the deal, then ask. And if it falls through and it gets leaked, who cares? Who cares? If Kane's butt hurt and if Taves gets butt hurt because a deal got leaked, they'll get over it because they, they'll go cry in their, in their, in their, in their uh, mountain of money. They'll be fine. But make those deals now. And like I said, I don't know how the Oilers get that Carlson deal done and how that how they, uh, the scribes are, are, are touting this whole thing is a mystery to me. But uh, it's just the way things kind of go. It's uh, the, the world of hockey. It's, it's funny with that seven with the 80 some million dollar um, uh, salary cap and these teams that, that find themselves in cap hell. Well, what were you thinking when you, when you did it? Like, well, am I the only one with a calculator here? Like you got it. You got to fill out your team. You got to make sure you're, you're, you're squared off and the like. So it's going to be really interesting to see how, how it all, all pans out. Winnipeg Jets, go out and get a player. Cause you, you were my, uh, you were my Stanley cup dark horse in the belly up hockey show a few weeks back. So that's my, uh, my hopes that you guys, you guys uh, can get something done and bring the Stanley cup back to Canada. I think you have a better shot than the Leafs do. I hope the Leafs can make a little bit of a playoff run. And if they can actually win a uh, win around and get by and get by Tampa, I think they can do, do some damage. Uh, they, they're just missing that, that key player. They, they, like, but like everybody is, everybody's missing a player and it's just the way, the way things are, except the Boston Bruins, of course, who, who don't seem to be missing anything. Anyways, there's my rant for the day. We'll, we'll do it every morning here at 1420 in the morning. Uh, on this day in 1980, uh, Gaetan Boucher, do you remember him? He was the uh, the, the speed skater for the Team Canada in 19 Olympics in Lake Placid. Or not, not 84 in Sarajevo, Sarajevo sorry. Uh, he went, ended up winning two gold medals. The only two gold medals that Canada, or the only two, yeah, two gold medals that Canada won at those 84 Olympics in Sarajevo. Uh, there was a, I think there was a uh, some boycotts in that one or something, wasn't there? It doesn't much matter. So that was on this day in 1984. Uh, speed skater Gaetan Boucher wins two gold medals for uh, for Canada. And happy birthday to Peter Svoboda, uh, born this day in 1966, drafted fifth overall in 1984 by Montreal, won a Stanley Cup in 86, a gold medal with the Czechs. Uh, in the uh, 98 Olympics, uh, we talked about that before, 1420 in the morning, with um, Dominic Hasek in that. And the funny story about that uh, that game, Svoboda scored the only goal in that dud, dud of a hockey game, left wing lock, neutral zone trap. Svoboda scored the only goal in a one nothing win versus the, the Russians on this. Uh, happy, so happy birthday to Peter Svoboda, who only scored 58 goals in his, in his uh, 1,028 uh, game career. Something else to see. Anyways, uh, thank you for letting us be a part of your morning. Like we said, love, love doing these shows. Get them out there. Make sure you guys are talking to, to people about, about our show. You seek geek for all your ticket needs. And uh, remember, everybody, subscribe on YouTube as well. And also, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have yourself a great day. And we'll talk to you tomorrow.